0: Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who has all of the board games you could ever want in his house, Brandon <laughs> that is, Siegel.
1: That's a true fact. We, we got a lot of board games down here uh, in our little recording studio. Yeah. I guess we can call it a recording studio. Yeah, we could. <laughs>
0: Uh, good week, Trevor. You had a good week, good sports week. Yeah, I had a good week. A lot um, happened. Yeah, uh, we, definitely. We a even had happened. to when
1: we were planning the episode out. We even had to cut a lot. I mean, there was just yeah. so much
0: to talk about. But I think we we have a good little uh, good little schedule here. Why don't you give us the rundown? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was surprised by how much we have. But yeah. uh, uh, for small talk, we got we're going to talk about Brew McCoy, uh, wide receiver, who he's. Um, making different decisions. He's <laughs> A originally weird guy. was supposed to be at USC. Then he was at Texas. Now he's apparently back at USC. Um, Bart Starr, unfortunately, passed away uh, this past week. Uh, the Spelling Bee and the controversial ending with eight spellers being called co-champs. We got Bronny and Zaire Wade or Bronny James, Zaire Wade to Sierra Canyon. They're going to get to play together. Uh, the NBA has fined Doc Rivers $50,000. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, small Talk Trivia, Randomly Ranked, and then our main topics, we're going to talk about some different things related to college basketball, and then get into the NBA Finals, Game 1 Recap, and a Game 2 Preview. Lots of good stuff,
1: like we just said. Um, let's get right into it. First topic uh, in Small Talk is Bru McCoy. So Bru McCoy is one of the, uh, one, in my personal opinion, one of the best athletes I have ever seen coming uh, into college here. He has not played a game in college. Like, not played one game. He was the number two overall prospect in California, number nine overall prospect. Uh, and he is truly such a great athlete. I mean, I've seen him play so many different positions uh, in high school. Uh, he is truly a receiver, though. So back in December, it seems like, uh, I, I might have the days, the months wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was in December. Back in the December, he decided he wanted to go to USC. It was a big commitment. He committed to USC. Then, only a couple weeks later, okay, a couple weeks later, he decides to get out of his transfer, and goes to Texas. A little odd, okay, not the craziest thing. You know, I feel like other things have happened that are crazier, but that was definitely a little bit odd. Now, he goes through spring camp with Texas, clearly was not just built for this, for Texas football, and now decides that it is time for him to leave Texas and go back to USC, request a transfer again. So what do you make of all this all this happening.
0: Um, you know, this is crazy. And you ta- you told me about this story, so you know, obviously, more than I do. But I just think this is crazy to originally commit to one school um, and then commit to t- go to Texas and then come back to that school. Like, I don't know what his thought process is with this. It's really crazy to me. It
1: Yeah, n- none of this makes any sense. To, I mean, truthfully, it, so much happened with the Bruma. In like, he's such a highly trotted prospect. And I read a story about how there was a three-star prospect who did this to four schools. Uh, Like, it was like two years ago, I believe. He did this to four schools. (laughs) Wow. Which is very insane. I think this got so much, you know, awareness just because of how big of a prospect he is. Uh, But overall, just such an odd story. Uh, Moving on, Bart Starr, the all-time great Green Bay Packer quarterback, uh, passed away on May 26th. So we just wanted to pay our respects, give him a little message. Uh, I know he's one of the greats. um, And, you know,
0: it's sad he's going to be missed. Yeah, I mean he two times Super Bowl champs. He won the first two Super Bowls in the history of Super Bowl. Um in the NFL and just uh, an unfortunate event. Obviously he was a great player. He'll go down as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, moving on, we have the Spelling Bee. So we're
1: gonna have a little discussion about this. So the Spelling Bee had eight winners this weekend. Um per or, I guess they call them, they call him champions, so co champions. Uh that that's not acceptable
0: is it do you think that's acceptable um so it's tough I think that these spellers are getting better and better um which makes it tough because if they keep getting better and better you know what if eventually like how is the spelling bee gonna keep becoming this big event if all these spellers are so good they're getting every single word and you know when I watched a little bit of it and there were some words that I didn't think were you know warranted as being championship words I didn't know if I I kind of felt like they could have gave them harder words, but at the same time, they were really good. So I kind of think that it's going to keep evolving, and these uh, kids are just going to keep getting better and better.
1: Yeah, here's how I think about it. Just reading a New York Times article about it, you know, if they should fix it. Do we want co-champions in the NFL? No. No. Do we want them in the NBA? No. Do we want them in any sport? No, we do not. No, we don't. There needs to be a way where we can get one champion. Uh, I saw someone tweet, it might have been been from The Ringer, someone from The Ringer, about how— um once it hits one AM or something or like midnight. Once it hits midnight or one AM, right. you take the uh two minute mark they have, move it to one. Then maybe you oh. lessen the amount of questions they can ask. Uh no more country of origin. Uh you only get one question, and then you gotta right there, you gotta okay. do it. Right there. So I think there are ways that they could make it harder. Now the question is is let's say we have someone like James Holzenauer on Jeopardy, who just simply knows everything, okay? Just yeah, knows everything. Yeah. So let's say you have two kids who are just so good that it, they yeah. don't even need the questions. <laughs> right. Then we get to a point where we gotta, you know, reevaluate and ask ourselves a different question. But eight champions is too much. Yeah. We, I, I don't want to see eight champions. I want to see one champion. So I, I feel like they could definitely come up with a thing where you know they gotta limit all these questions. Maybe no writing on the back of their card. I know that helps, but
0: like, th- uh-huh. there's, there's ways to make it shorter. There is. Yeah, I mean, it, it can improve. I, I just think these kids, I think it's they're going to keep getting smarter and smarter, so I think it's going to be tough no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I think the things you were saying could help a little bit. It can at least limit it to maybe two or three champions, but uh, they're getting better and better.
1: Mm-hmm. And just one more thing before we move on. I was talking to my dad about this. My dad told me he read some somewhere that these kids who are like really good, they practice 10 hours a day on the weekends and yeah. six during the week. It's so let's insane. think about that. If you're seven hours at school, which is, I'd say an average, plus yeah. six hours of that studying that that's 13 hours. That's only 11 hours for everything else, including sleep and eating and chilling. Yeah. That's, I, I would never be able to do that. That's insane. It's so props insane. to them. Impressive. I, you know, congrats to the eight champions seven of you shouldn't have won, but you know, it is what it is. Moving on uh, to our next topic. LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, they got some sons who are pretty good at basketball. Well, one of yeah. them's really good. One of them's pretty good. Uh, Bronny uh, James and Zaire Wade are going to be playing high school basketball together at Sierra Canyon High. Uh, that's, that's some pretty big pretty big information. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no way they lose a game, right?
0: Um, I mean, I don't know. They, they're they really a good team every year, Sierra Canyon. They're probably one of the best 20-30 teams nationally, so they already have really good players. Honestly... Um, I don't think this really is going to change a lot because I've watched Zaire Wade. I don't think he's like, you know, obviously Dwayne Wade, I'm one of Dwayne Wade's biggest fans. Wait, you are? Yeah. (laughs) If you haven't heard, I'm a big Dwayne Wade fan. But his son, I have watched him. You know, he's a little undersized. He's about 6'2", 6'3", 185, around there. Um, so, you know, he's not like a guy who's going to go to like a blue blood program. He's not that type of player. Um... And then Bronny, I think we have yet to see. You know, he's only going to be a freshman. Zaire's a senior. So they're only going to get to play together f- uh, for one year. But uh, nevertheless, it will be fun to watch. I think w- no matter who they have on their team, Sierra Canyon's always going to be a really good team.
1: Yeah, another thing about Sierra Canyon is I actually think it's a good place for them. Bronny yeah. and Zaire can't really go play like at a public school exactly. And uh, Sierra yeah, Canyon's had the both Jenners went there. Um, they had Kevin right. Hart's kids, Will Smith's kids mm-hmm. have gone there. Jimmy Fox's kids have went there, um, and even players. They had Scottie yes. Pippen and Kenyon Martin's sons, right. uh, both of whom ended up signing to Vanderbilt mm-hmm. um, this past season. Uh, and along they also had Cassius Stanley. So yes. I think this is a good place for them. Um, I'm happy for Bronny. Uh, at the end of the day, I think they'll they'll thrive. I don't know if they'll lose that much. Moving on, uh, Doc Rivers has been fined fifty thousand dollars for tampering. Um, and do you remember what he said exactly? I think he said that. Coyle Leonard, is, he's a very good player, and he described him as the most Michael Jordan-like yeah.
0: we've seen. Yeah. So does that constitute his tampering, saying a player's good? You think no. that's— No. No, I don't think so at all. You know, Doc Rivers, he's on this NBA preview show with Stephen A. Smith, Mike Wilbon— um, I believe Magic was on, yeah, Magic was on the show with them, And all they're doing is talking about the their finals. They're giving their analysis about the NBA finals. Like, they're just giving their opinions. So for him to be talking about a player who's in the finals, like, he's just giving his opinion. He's giving his analysis. And for for one, I, I don't think tampering should be a thing anyway. Like, there's going to be tampering no matter what. You can't stop this. Um, so I don't think tampering should be a thing anyway. They shouldn't give out fines for it. Uh, this is something I was really actually outraged by this. There's no way he should have got fined because he's simply just analyzing and talking about a player.
1: Another thing that, you know, I completely agree. Another big thing, I think, from this is us as fans love to hear when coaches come right. on and yeah. give their analysis and talk about this. Yes. This completely, like, tears, this, this, uh, this type of action from coaches to go on shows and publicly talk exactly. about the sport they coach. Yeah. And, like, it'd be different if it was like, oh, I'd love to play with him so much, you know. <clears throat> Yeah, I hope he makes a good free agency decision. That's tampering. Let's you know, right, but we yeah. need to have some sort of line. Like, if we're going around just talking about players, and that's tampering, we're gonna us as fans are gonna lose the ability to hear someone like him or like yeah. anytime Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens. talks Stevens. about anything. Um, right? Listen, does anytime I Any- love him so much that I want to hear every word that comes out of his mouth. Exactly. So and Doc Rivers is just like I love Doc hearing Doc Rivers yes. speak too. So I mean, if if we want these coaches All to be because. speaking publicly, which I feel like universally, we do, right? Yep. I, I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like 80% Popovich, of people...
0: Oh my! Yes. Red Stevens, all of them.
1: If we want, you know, these coaches to continue to do this and them to not be scared to lose money for, you know, horribly dumb reasons of saying a player's good, we gotta change this rule a little bit. We gotta figure out, you know, a medium of from where everything's tampering to nothing's tampering. We gotta figure out where the best place is for that. Uh you know, this overall, I, I was also just so upset about this. I, 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 we need to figure this out. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's outrageous. It is outrageous. Uh, moving on to uh, finish up small talk today. We're going to go into small talk trivia. This is where we ask each other a question, a little trivia question, playing a little game. And we do have a scoreboard. It's currently 3-3. Three to three, As I, not only did I miss my question last up. week, I uh, gave an answer that was just truly horrible. And <laughs> yeah, you correct me after, you're like, that was the worst answer I've ever heard in my life. So maybe I don't know as much as I think I know, but uh, to go... one, you want me to go first, or would you like to go first this week? You can go first this week. Okay. So uh, John Morant is the projected number two overall pick, and okay. we're going to later talk about how he signed with Nike, which yeah. I think, honestly, that's going to be the, his best career move ever, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, the last number two overall pick to sign Nike, I will give you a choice. You can either give the year or the player. Okay. Okay. Who was the last number two overall pick to sign with Nike? Okay. Their first year. Like, they, that's who right, they signed right. with
0: originally. Who they signed with originally. Yeah. And it's the last player. So I'm pretty positive. I think that Kevin Durant did an 07, and he was number two. But I don't know if he's the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Anthony Davis is another one. He wasn't number two, though. He was, yeah, he was number one. He was number, one. Uh, number 2 Well, go
1: back to the years. Who was the um, number two overall pick last year?
0: Um, so, so last year, Luka Doncic, he was, wait. He was, he was three. Oh, he was, th- oh, he was three. Wow. Yeah. Who was one? So who was Ma- one? So Marvin Bagley was two then. Marvin Bagley was two. I don't think he, I don't think he was. Mm-hmm. I know who Brandy um, is. Uh, it wasn't Marvin Bagley. I don't know. This is your question. <laughs> um, Jabari Parker was number two, but I don't think he was. Obviously, he's not had the great greatest career. Oh, man, this is tough. Thinking number two picks in the spot. Um, <laughs> I'll go ahead and go with Marvin Bagley. That's my guess.
1: Uh Marvin Bagley was <laughs> not correct. He has signed with Puma. Okay. Um. Yeah, I was. He was too twenty-seven. 2018, excuse me. 2017. Okay. We had Lonzo Ball, who I think we both know is not yeah, he's... part of Nike. Oh.
0: In 2016,
1: we had Brandon Ingram, who is an Adidas athlete. Yeah. And then in 2015, we had D'Angelo Russell, who is a okay. Nike athlete. Yep. All so right. 2015 or D'Angelo Russell would have been the acceptable answers. D'Angelo
0: Russell. Okay. All right. Okay, so my question is related to the NBA Finals. It's related to Finals MVPs. Okay. So this year, Stephen Curry, if the Warriors win, um, we're I think we both would agree that if the Warriors win, Steph Curry will probably win Finals MVP. Could we agree on that, you think? Uh, yeah, if, if Durant doesn't play. If yeah. Durant doesn't play. So say if Durant—so if Stephen Curry wins the—this would be his fourth NBA championship and his first Finals MVP. Correct. So who is the last player— Who won his first Finals MVP the same season he won his fourth NBA championship? Okay, you got it. First Finals MVP in the same year they won their fourth NBA NBA championship. championship. Okay, that's a tough question. Yeah. So let's let's think
1: about is it? Let me get let's see if I can get a little clear. Is it this past decade?
0: Um. Well, we'll go back. We'll go since two
1: thousand. Since two thousand. Yes, since two thousand. Yes. I could maybe, maybe give me a bigger club. yeah that's, but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. um I would guess it'd have to be with the Lakers. um I don't know if it's Kobe. I feel like that's a bold um but it wouldn't be Shaq Shaq has Shaq won four? I don't know if Shaq's won four. Kobe's not a bad guess um I it, it can't how many NBA teams won four championships it, it's not too many. Uh, you know, I'm just going to go with Kobe. I think that's the best guess. It,
0: it is Kobe Bryant. Oh, let's You're go! You're correct, You're correct because Shaq won all three in, okay. that, in their 3 P 2000-2002, and then Kobe won it in 2009 in all his right. fourth NBA championship. Yep. So
1: the score is now 4-3. to three. I take game seven. Uh, that doesn't mean it's the end. We're going to continue going with small-type trivia. Uh, if you have any <clears throat> trivia questions you'd like us to answer, see if we get them. Uh, please uh, tweet at us. Give us a comment on the episode. Anything like that, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, up next, we have Randomly Ranked, and Randomly Ranked, as always, is the segment that we do where we take a completely random topic and put them in order and rank them uh, to what we believe is best. Um, these are just our personal opinions, but in my opinion, I think I'm right. So <laughs> <laughs> <All> <laughs> so right. <laughs> first, uh, our topic this week for Randomly Ranked is going to be months, um, and uh, next week I think we'll have a, a good Randomly Ranked for sure, because we got a little announcement about next week, but we'll get that at the end of the episode, so...
0: Uh, who do I ask my question first? So why don't you go first and randomly rank? All right. So my top three months. I'm gonna start off with number three, a month I really like because of uh, my favorite sporting event in this month, and that would be March. Oh, okay, I was
1: I was gonna guess that one. March you said sporting event. March is number Wait, three. What sporting
0: events in March? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> March Madness, the best sporting event of the year. It's amazing, and this and that's actually a big reason why March is number one for me, or number three for me. So, March is number three. Number two is December. I love December, holiday season. Um, you know, you usually have a break from school, so it's mm-hmm. good. You get to see family. You know, you get to eat a I know lot. And then you like your Christmas. I like Christmas, yes. Yeah. So, December is number two. And number one, it couldn't be anything other than I about to say, it, it has month. to be. Is it May? It's May Okay, I thought number one May. It's gotta be your May. birth month. It's gotta be my birth month. I think a lot of people would probably put their birth month first, and I'm doing that here, so May is my number one. All right,
1: all right. Um so my top three months, I got number one is August. You're gonna see a theme in my months at the uh, placement of where they are. August is a great month.
0: Mm, you mean number three?
1: Yeah, number three. In the I placement remember. of where my months are. I'm gonna say there's gonna oh. be a theme overall of the, the three months I decided to choose. Uh right. number three, August is just a good month. It's warm. Um and I like warm weather. Number two, we got July. My sister's birthday is in July. Um, I enjoy July for the same reason. It's warm and not cold. <laughs> um, July is also like one of the hottest months, so it's yeah. Yeah, going with the theme. And number one, yeah. uh, it is my birth month. However, I like it mostly because, guess what? It's warm and not cold. Okay. Uh, it would be June. Uh, so, those are my three. Trevor had his three. I'm not going to say his are right. Mine are probably a little more right in my opinion, but... Um, all jokes aside, all right. we'll move right on over to our main topics, and we got two good ones today. We're having, Trevor doesn't like the word I'm about to use, but we're having college basketball potpourri. <laughs> There's a ton of random college basketball topics. Yeah. Um, to start us off, we're going to have John Morant signing with Nike. I'm excited to talk about this. This is a an yeah. exciting topic. Uh, obviously, we both yeah. love Nike. What do you think about him signing?
0: Uh, it was a great move by him. Uh, Nike's the best brand. Uh, Jaw's Correct. one of the best players in this draft, so great move for him. I don't really have anything else to say.
1: Yeah, from what it seems like to me, John Morant only looked at one brand. He didn't even meet with any other brands. I would say if I did this process, I would do the exact same thing he did. I don't care about any other brand. I would, whatever amount of money they decide to give me is the amount of money I'd accept. Um, You know, he's going to be a high pick, so I'm guaranteeing he he actually got a pretty good deal. Mm -hmm. He also went to a Nike school and wore some pretty nice shoes at Nike, even though it's not a big Nike school. Um, So overall, I, I applaud this effort. I love John Morant um, I think he's going to be great in the NBA. He's got to beef up a little bit, but that's not too difficult, in my opinion. Uh, moving on, Zion Williamson has finally signed an agent. Now, here's what I—what's interesting about this, no one's really taken this approach before. I didn't—I don't think he needed to rush to sign an agent, like, at all. I, I didn't think there was a rush in the slightest bit to sign an agent for him, because the great thing is that if he ended up not wanting to be with the Pelicans and he didn't sign an agent, he could— leave like he could he could just leave he literally wouldn't have to sign so it was actually very interesting that he it took him so long to sign with an agent um because i think he would have been able to do a lot more now clearly it seems like he's okay with being on the pelicans but mm-hmm. uh Zion's such a relaxed and fun guy yeah um that i think it wouldn't have mattered what team i think he would have been cool no matter what um it would definitely have been much more interesting if he or if the knicks got the first pick uh, i think it would have been bigger, but there's going to be a huge bidding war on uh, shoe companies, and I'm hoping Nike, Nike tops that one out also, uh, but we'll see. What are your thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Zion, yeah, like you said, I don't think he uh, cared too much. You know, he's just going out there to play basketball. He's wants to have fun. He's a laid-back guy. So I think he was probably just looking for someone he could really trust, uh, you know, CAA. They've had a long history of being a very good agency. Obviously, Dwayne, that's where Dwayne Wade, um, that's where his agency was and many other great athletes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good decision for him and you know, he you know, he's just going out there to play ball.
1: Yeah, I I truly enjoy Zion. I before the year and like we talked about this, I was skeptical about him. I thought he was a great athlete and he was going to be a good player, maybe. I didn't know if he was going to be great. And just the more that I got to like See him and like see how he talks and how he plays. I've like just begun to like him so much, and you've made me like him a lot too. Um, so overall, I'm very happy for Zion. I I hope that you know. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of New Orleans Pelicans fans just because of how popular he is. But yeah. CA is a great company, um, not as good as Clutch Sports, you know, LeBron's agency. But uh, LeBron was with them for a little while for nine his first nine years. Uh, so overall, good move for him. I to me, it was a little more predictable than not. Um, but. Moving on, this is, this is something we talked about last week, and it's, this is a crazy topic, in yeah. my opinion. I'm, I, I, I was dumbfounded. I told you to text me uh, when it happened because I was busy. But this was crazy. RJ Hampton, we both thought, you thought he was going to Memphis. I believe I thought he was going to go to Kansas. And he said yeah, that I mean, if he did end up picking his college last Tuesday, it would have been Kansas. Uh, However, he decided uh, to go to New Zealand. So he's going overseas right. for a year. That's part of the new rules. You're able to do that um he is now unable to go to college once he signs his contract with them. Um actually no I think he he well yeah I don't think he'll be able to go to college once he signs the contract. What are your thoughts on this move? Do you think he would have benefited more from going to college or do you
0: think New Zealand the Breakers, New Zealand Breakers uh basketball squad will be a good one? Um I think there's positives and negatives to this. Overall I do think I like the move. Um it, and someone tweeted out that I think like the positives are going to be that he gets to work on his game more. However, the negative can be that, you know, these GMs and executives won't get to necessarily see him as much. Obviously, with college basketball, it's televised, um, and these games are way more accessible to different execs and GMs, and maybe they won't put as much effort into seeing him if he's playing in New Zealand. However, I think overall he'll become a better basketball player from this. Um, New Zealand, a place where obviously it's a great place to visit, so it's probably... Uh, gonna be a place where he can you know have fun there's different things to do in New Zealand um, and I think that it's a place where he said he had he had trust in the organization and I think it's a great move for him
1: yeah I I actually don't like this move and let, let me explain RJ Hampton I think has some stuff to prove he's young he reclassified you mm-hmm. know all the reclassifications, with the exception of Marvin Bagley, I truly think are like you know why? And the thing is, this he's 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 hyped. You know, he has a lot of hype behind him, and he's a top ten recruit. He doesn't have as much hype as Marvin Bagley. So how are, is he going to transfer over? Being young, not being huge, uh, he is six five, um, but he doesn't weigh an enormous enormous amount. So how are we? You know, he's one eighty. It says here one eighty at six five is not going to cut it in the NBA at all. Right. Um, he's going to gain probably twenty to twenty five pounds. So I. I think he would have benefited more from the college basketball experience. I mean, you see players like Zion, who even built in a true athlete in high school, really benefit from being in college basketball. And I feel like that some something was someone who has something to to prove, especially to NBA scouts. I would have preferred that, and I think it's a better route for him to go to college. However, I'm not him. I'm I'm not making the decision. He right. truly knows what's best for him. Um, so if this is what he thinks is best, this is what's best. You know, we, we've seen players in the past do some similar stuff like this. Uh, most recently, Afroni Simmons, who's on the Trailblazers now, I believe. He just didn't go to college really. He was at IMG for a little bit. Um, so overall, you know, the decision's his. I think he would have benefited more from college. But moving on, we have Sam and Joey Hauser. Um, the brothers who play, played on Marquette basketball, they announced they were transferring a little while back. Um, Sam Hauser, who is considered the slightly better brother. He only has one year, you said, right? Cause he's yeah, a senior. He year, one year of one eligibility. Year of eligibility. <laughs> Sam Hauser went to Virginia basketball. Really good move for him. I like that a lot. The next move I don't like quite as much, Joey Hauser going to, uh, Michigan State, uh, Gar, I mean, Spartans, not garbage. I would never call them garbage. My bad. Um, what do you think of this move?
0: Um, so I think both of these moves, I was surprised that they didn't end up going to the same team. I, I, me too. But um, I guess, you know, they're just going with their gut, going with what they think is best for them. And Joey, he has three more years of eligibility. So I think Michigan State is a great program to go to. Tom Izzo is one of the best coaches. So I like it for both of them. You know, Sam, uh, he'll have an opportunity with a great coach as well, and Tony Bennett. So I guess they just saw, you know, the pros of both of those moves. Michigan State's going to be stacked next year, by the way. They yeah, might okay. be the number one team in the country. We don't need to say that. There's no um, reason to say that. J- just saying. They're going to be they're gonna have a stacked roster. So They're,
1: they're not going to be better. They're not <laughs> even going to be the best team in the Big Ten. Bold production okay. right there. But in, in actuality, uh, Michigan State's going to be really good. Gonna be very I, I would good. say they'll probably be the number one team they, at the beginning of the they, year. Yeah, ESPN's boldly. way too early top 25. They were number one, and that was before... Uh, Joey hauser who is good. It's not that he isn't good, it's just he's not as good as Sam. Younger. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's younger. He'll have more yeah. years of eligibility. So, for him, good move. I think it's a good move. Uh, you know, I don't think Izzo does the best with building players. I think players <laughs> that are good, they go there, do fine. But, you know, it's not even the best school in Michigan. But that's besides the point. Uh, Good move for good moves for both of them. Uh, Marquette, if they stayed, Marquette was going to yeah. be really good with them and Marcus Howard. We said, I told you before the podcast how I believe that they would have been a, you know, they would have probably had three of the top thirty fifty yeah, players uh, sure. in all of college basketball.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So props to that. Props to both of them making their decisions. Marquette, I think will survive. They still have Marcus Howard. Um, but we're going to move on uh, to our next main topic, our final main topic, a little bit about the NBA. So uh, we're going to go through our Game 1 recap here to start. Uh, and we were both wrong.
0: Yeah. That's, was...
1: that's the statement. And you texted me after the game, put some respect on the Raptors. And that's what I'm going to do right here. Okay? But not that much respect. You'll see <laughs> in my quick, quick prediction how much respect I'm going to give them. I'll give okay. them props for this Game 1. Okay. I was, I was impressed. Now let's point out the Warriors did not play the worst game ever. Okay, they shot f- almost forty-four percent from the field, while the Raptors shot fifty. Um, both of them shot right around thirty-nine percent from three, and both of them shot really well from the line—ninety-three and a half percent for Golden State and eighty-four and almost a half percent for the Raptors. So, and they only won by nine, which is a lot. Um, but they're on their home court, and I don't think the Warriors played to their full potential. They didn't play bad offensively, not horrible but the raptors had a really good game offensively and the warriors played bad defensively. So in in my opinion, I I'm not completely still on the raptors, but I give them props. They they showed there's vulnerability
0: in a big vulnerability to the warriors. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised by not necessarily the result, but the but how the result uh, happened. I thought that if the Raptors were going to win, Kawhi Leonard would have an amazing game. You know, maybe 30, 35 points, over 50% shooting. But he only shot 5 of 14 and only had 23 points. Mm-hmm. So the Warriors were focusing on him a lot. And because of that, they left a lot of the shooters for the Raptors wide open. So the Raptors got a ton of wide open shots. And... Um, they actually didn't make a ton of them. They could have made more, and this game could have even been worse. It could have been 20 to 25 points for the Raptors. So the Warriors, overall, should have played better defense. Um, they just relied too much on just looking at Kawhi, and they left Marcus solo open way too much. Um, and just overall, I think the Warriors could have played better, and I think they will play better tonight.
1: Yeah, I, I have full faith that they'll play better. Uh, I, I was not—the the good thing for the Raptors is I was not unimpressed with the Warriors— um, they got the Warriors. Really, the only stat that was super defining that looked like they had a weakness was they had 17 turnovers compared to the Raptors' 10. So you cut down on the turnovers, you start off the defense a little. This game would have been the other way around by nine points, in my opinion. Um, Pascal Siakam is a monster. He's mm-hmm. just insane.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, 32 points, 14 for 7 shooting. So what do you think?
0: What's your game two preview? What What do you think is going to happen in game two? Um, so I think that. Obviously, they're going to pay more attention to guys like Pascal Siakam. I think Draymond Green is a guy who, if he guards him for the majority of the game, can not necessarily shut him down, but definitely limit him. Because Draymond Green is one of the best defenders in the league. So he could definitely limit him. And again, without KD, that's something that kind of hurts them. You have less defenders to guard Kawhi and Siakam. And, you know, throw different defenders at these lengthy and skilled players like them. So I think that... Uh, it's gonna be tougher, but definitely they're gonna give a better defensive effort. And then I think that Clay Thompson and well, Clay Thompson played decent, but I think you'll see Draymond Green have a better game offensively. He was only two of nine. Um, Iguodala, um, he looks kind of hurt. He played pretty horrible. Um, so I don't know if he's hurt or not. If he is, then that's something they might have to be concerned about. But overall, I still think the Warriors are the better team, and I think they will win tonight. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I find odd is that the Warriors played. Uh what does it say here?
1: They it looks like they played eleven players. It's so rare that the Warriors go that deep into their bench, and their bench is yeah, not deep. So and what's crazy is the only pluses in the plus minus were on their bench. Uh you got plus four by McKinney. Uh so I think you gotta shorten the bench up a little bit. Uh focus a little more on the starters. And the starters did get a lot of minutes.
0: Yeah. Um but it, it's it's upset it, it seems like to me that DeMarcus Cousins is almost unusable. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was, I was going to say I want to point out, I don't think they should play Cousins at all. I think he looks not in shape, and I wouldn't play him.
1: Yeah, but it'll be a good series. Uh, but to wrap up this episode, we're going to go with our quick prediction. My quick prediction is the Warriors are going to win the next four straight. Um, I told you I'd put a little more respect. <laughs> no, not- I'd put a little more respect, and I gave them game one. That's how my respect goes. What's your quick oh prediction?
0: Um, I think the series will be tied 2-2 um, by the time we record our next podcast. Oh, so, okay. Good yeah. production.
1: I like it. I like it. Um, but that's going to be the episode for today. Thank you all so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Please follow both of us on Twitter and the Small Baller Podcast on Twitter. It's at Small Baller Pod. It will be in the description. Uh, we just went on Spotify. So Spotify users, we got you. No worries. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, and of course on our own Podbean app. Um... Please give us a little comment. Tweet at us. We like to hear your opinions. We want to hear what you guys have to say. Um, But like I said, that's it uh, for today. Again, thank you so much for the support. And we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons.